Well, welcome to Table Talk, where you are invited to join us in a conversation about all sorts of things, um, from academics to Christian life to uh, just spiritual growth and some of the things that might be going on around campus. It's really a reflection of life at Landmark, and you guys are invited to join us. So uh, we have today um, Coach G and Mr. Matt Huff, who's our English department head. And um, we're just going to be talking a little bit about why we started to have this, uh, have this opportunity with this podcast. And so, um, Coach G, I think a lot of this started from conversations that we've had. And so, just why a podcast? Why now? What are we doing here? Yeah. Well, for forever, the conversations has been so, so encouraging to me as we're sitting down at the table uh, at camp. Uh, we're in the hallways. And begin a conversation and just like man wouldn't it be incredible to just invite our parents uh, and people that loves landmark that people's a part of landmark or just to having somebody that we know man they, they might benefit from this and not from our wisdom it just 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 iron sharpening iron and of course in the Christian life department our one of our buckets that we really wanted to really focus in is our parents how can we get them uh, more involved and let them know what's going on and so man this is just a great way I just thought we can't get everybody around the table to talk but let's just bring the table here and it's just goes away to us it's nothing uh, you know transcript all out it's just uh, the things and the discussions that we've had along the way that's helped sharpen me that we pray that will help uh, sharpen each other and uh, so that's what we're excited about yeah, I think, too, just between being a teacher and a parent, that when you have both of those roles where you're trying to educate uh, your own children and other children, uh, the idea that what is taught in the classroom or what we talk about here might be talked about at home as well, so that uh, the dinner table conversations are extensions of the classroom conversations and vice versa. So students are surrounded by godly instruction, godly leadership through a partnership between school and home. So I think just a, a way in which we can uh, record some of these conversations, just uh, get excited over some of the things we're talking about at school, some of the things we're trying to guide our students toward, and then be able to actually reach that out to families so they can partner with us. Uh, just because yeah. we say, why not? Yeah. And most of my growth, or a lot of my growth over the years, has not been in a classroom setting or behind and listen to a pastor. It's just conversations with uh, men and women of God and just uh, sharpen each other. So that's why I'm excited about this. Uh, Matt, you were talking a little bit about this opportunity of having conversations both here and at home yeah. and having that help in the not only the educational, like academic formation, but primarily the, the spiritual formation of the students. And that's one of those unique things within a Christian school that we get to have that opportunity for a partnership. Right. And so um, when you think about Christian education, what do you see as making a, a, an education being distinctly Christian? Uh, well, well, the first thing, Paul in Ephesians, when he says, Fathers, uh, raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, that, I think, is an educational mission, where raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, that the culture you created the home, the teachers and coaches you partner with, all of it needs to surround them with this distinctly Christian training. And so I think it's a mandate from God to, to consider your parenting, to consider your education of your children, to train up a child the way she goes. So I think Christian education is something that believers have to have a buy-in if they're going to obey Paul. Um, as far as what makes an education Christian, I, I think too that education is not neutral. I, I think I, I would push and say 
all education is religious, that it, you're guiding students toward a particular worldview or toward a particular understanding of life. And humans are worshiping creatures that we will set something before us as the ultimate authority, whether that's ourselves or God or um, politics, uh, the will of the people. So I'd say it's not whether or not your school is religious, it's which religion, wh which God are you training them to love and imitate. And so I'd say Christian education then is a kind of education that places Christ at the center of all things, like in Colossians, where uh, physical education, fine arts, science, math, all of these are dimensions of the character of God, the one true God. And so we teach them to know him in and through all these different disciplines. And then from that platform, we teach them to love him. So you know God through the way he's revealed himself in nature. And then you learn to love God and imitate him by applying that knowledge and that wisdom. Um, and in that way, I'd say you are training not just a, a mind and not just a heart and not just a body, but you're training the soul. You're, you're trying to instill within that student a love of the right things and a virtuous mission to serve the kingdom of God. And math and English and science are the things you do along the way to form that. Well, the exciting part of it is, is as we begin and as we've talked, um, our discussions and our thought process and everything else is really a foreshadowing of when they do encounter God. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you, you get this worldview, you get um, uh, these thoughts of maybe who God is, but just, just the wonder of mathematics or the wonder of each discipline just gets us ready to encounter who God really is when he shows himself to us. And we can recognize that even more. And that's what I, these things have done for me. Uh, being around you guys and others that uh, it just helped me recognize when it does come ah that's what it looks like and uh, that's why I'm excited about it is that um, maybe uh, having other people here and us discussing uh, would just help people get lit on and and be able to articulate you know with their families and their kids okay this is where we're heading a Christian education too it, it cuts with the grain of the way children develop anyway yeah. they, they start in this wide-eyed what you said wonder they start in this wide-eyed readiness to be overwhelmed <laughs> their starting position is astonishment and joy and then you spoon feed and you teach them to walk and you train them up and they and you cut with the way that they naturally develop and a lot of people treat school um, as though it is something uh, that needs to be, um, you know, the, all the buzzwords of standardized and mechanized and uniform, and, and kids are different. So I think a Christian education has the opportunity to see every single person as made in the image of God, and then to take their natural development and meet it along with them and guide them, let them experience the wonder and joy of a great novel, or the wonder and joy of the beauty of God's creation and astronomy. Let them see it first and be overwhelmed by God's majesty in it and then start saying, well, actually here's what's going on. And you can pull the curtain back and show them the formulas and show them the proofs rather than this top-down, memorize these things, fill these things out, bubble this in, and you are educated. Yeah. We, we get to say, you're in the image of God and let's just appreciate and enjoy and savor that. Yeah. And then from that position of wonder, start training you up, give you the equipment. Uh, that's our privilege, I think, as believers. Yeah. One of the things that um, 
you had talked about earlier was this idea of um, heightening the levels there with that and deepening the, the learning and making it so that it's actually something that is really, really rich for the students. Right. And, you know, we talk in our culture, um, especially in schools, about this idea of excellence, yeah. right? Um, but when we take seriously the idea that students are made in the image of God, and when we take seriously this idea that um, students are really, we're, we're wanting to push them towards this wonder of God and we're wanting to push them towards the growth, that allows us to kind of shift away from what perhaps the cultural expectation of excellence is and we're able to cast that in a new light as part of our Christian worldview. Right. We're able to view this idea of excellence as being part and parcel of the act of worship. All Christians are called to excellence. All of our students are called to excellence, but not because they're worshiping the God of self and success, right. but rather because it's an act of worship towards God, towards the creator who made them in his image, who put those desires within their hearts, to put those passions and interests and talents there. And we're saying go and run with that and steward those well, steward those with excellence because that is your act of worship. Right. Right, and so that's a kind of a that's a very different perspective within a Christian worldview and a view of Christian education than what you might find right. elsewhere. Uh, absolutely, uh, the parable of the prodigal son comes to mind there, where when the son comes to himself, that epiphany moment, and he says, "I'll, you know, this is terrible. I will go back to my father." But he goes back to his father with the idea of paying him back. He mm -hmm. says, mm -hmm. "My father's servants, you know, they they eat better than I do, so I'll go back and I'll become one of his servants." And so he has this performative, um, I, can, I can achieve a life that's better than this one, but I'll achieve it because of what I can earn or prove or strive after. And when he comes back, he says, I'm not worthy to be your son, I'll be your servant. And the father flips it and says, well, no, you're not worthy to be my servant because you're my son. Right? It's that we can't um, glorify God because we're excellent. Right? It's not whatever you do, do it with all your heart, and then God will approve of what you do. It's because God has made you in his image and has given you the gift of faith and has given you all things richly to enjoy, you will be excellent as you obey, not that that's something you will then become into. And we're human beings. We're not human doings. It's your performance is evidence of what you are, not that your performance will tell you who you are. And, and that's where a lot of other school systems have it wrong, where we'll grade your performance, and if you measure up, then you will, re you will earn a certain status. But we, we are saying, you are these things. You are a child of God, made in his image. You are um, being prepared to impact the world for Jesus Christ, and therefore, how you approach your work, how you approach this, will be excellent. Reversal is huge, and and then when that happens, then everybody gets excited because whatever their passion is, right? You know, you're you're working with the scholars, right? Whatever your passion is, that's where you can pursue it with all your heart, whether it be fine arts or what you know, athletics or uh, of course literature uh, is pursuing that, knowing that listen, it's not me. It's the Galatians two twenty. You know, yeah. it's not I that lives anymore, but now the the eye that does live is, is the one that Christ lives in me that produces the fruit. And uh, that's when it gets exciting. Yep. And that's what uh, helps me with uh, just being around you guys because it continues to remind us uh, and to challenge us it is, um, Lord, what is it for me? So uh, it's exciting. It really is.
All right, so how are we doing so far? We're at about 12, 13 minutes <laughs> or so. Okay. So I think maybe um, that's it. Maybe a good stopping point for this yeah. first one. And then uh, we can come back and pick up the conversation next time. That sounds good. That's good. All right.